Guys, today is the first in the history of Secret Famous. Number one, thank you for tuning in. Um, <clears throat> we have a one-day world premiere of a track by one of my favorite artists. He's up there, maybe all time. Second to Michael Jackson. All right, Caleb, I'm going to put you behind Prince. Third, third. Ladies and gentlemen, he's humble. He's cool. He's talented. He's down to earth. He's vulnerable. He's a rad cat, kitten, dog, life crusher. Caleb Holly. We keeping this short. We cut into the chase. He's gonna drop brand, brand new, newer, new shit, new shit, new shit. Oh, I just want to be loved. Whoa, I just want to be loved. Yo, dude, I just listened to the song twice in a row and did a freestyle dance routine right here in my apartment. It's it's hot. Do you, you listen to this track and then stick around for the hang interview with Caleb because he's. He's as cool as he gets. He's the coolest. He's hilarious. Level up, y'all. Level up. Check it out. New world premiere. Oh, I just want to be loved. Whoa. I'm literally just listening to it on repeat. Guys, let's get to the track. Caleb Holly, stick around for the interview. Uh, uh, uh.
That's I, just the that's just the normal shit, dude. I know, but I like shit. the I like how clear my voice feels right here. <laughs> Well, you're so on top of the mic, my dude. Like well, you're right I, on top of it. Is that is that okay? Because I because I like because I like this is where I. You're making me mix and shit. <laughs> this is how I I always get up I always get up on the mic I always get right up close because I don't like because you're used to singing into well, a 58 want, and you're like ah! you gotta be right on top of it. Yeah, that's true. But also like you know, there's such a difference. There's, now I hear the now I hear the room and. Now here we are, just up and close. I don't know, but there's also a little. I don't know. There's a little um, thing happening, like a little latency, right? Sound, oh, or maybe a little, that's like, it. Little delay, so you feel. Then I'm not a little... worried about that. I'm just making sure I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be a robot on your show. All right, I'm gonna start. Tapes rolling. That already excited me because of how close you got. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Human star, beyond rock star, beyond pop star. Mm. He's a human star, singer, songwriter, producer, guitar player. Plays every instrument ever. Coolest dude ever. <laughs> Funniest dude ever. Just best dude ever. <laughs> Motherfucking Caleb Holly. Dude, dude, love this intro, man. This is what I need to wake up to every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Me yelling at you like, let's go, buddy. It's well, Caleb Holly, and you're going to piss excellence. Get to the bathroom. Exactly, right? yeah. I need, I need that positivity. I have a, actually where I, one of my, like, where am I recording? Well... If you want to call it a recording studio, where where the, I work out of closet in it's a closet. Harlem, right? Yeah, in Harlem, it's a, it's a storage unit. But there is this guy named Will, who's just he he was like I mean he's like the janitor, the elevator guy. But he's that's exactly when I go there, he was like, "You got it, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, like he's like, I see you working up there. I'm just just let me be your roadie, man. And he, and, he, <laughs> and he pops me up like literally. I'm like like. On days that he doesn't do that, I'm I'm kind of like let down. I'm like, man, I need your positive. Do you give it back to him? I feel like when you send someone's vibe down like that, you gotta be like, yo, dog, today it's your day, dog. I'm coming for you, dog. Like, well, you know what? I I uh, I haven't. So <laughs> you gotta so, return that energy, so bro. I have not returned the energy, which is probably why he he only gives it to me one every three times. It's, you know, one every three times. But and you're still in that space. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's I remember so, you tell me about it like years ago. You're like, yeah, I got this closet and I just make beats all day. Like, yeah, it's, you're it's, still there. I am. Yeah, I, I like soundproofed it, and it's just me. And there's one other like lady who lives there. Well, except I mean, it closes at seven, so it's like a, it's a storage. Seven unit. p.m. Yeah, seven p.m. So it's open oh, from you eight, wake eight your to ass seven. Up and get there. Yeah. Well, the, the only reason why I noticed, why I knew, why I know that there's someone else up there all the time with me, is because um, one time, like I was sometimes I. I'll like shoot. I'll use the other spaces for videos, like unused lockers, because it's got like an eerie look to it. Yeah. And um, and I saw this one locker, and I was like, oh, there's no lock on it. Sweet, because you can't lock. Like if you're in the room, you can't lock it from the outside. So I was like, oh, sweet. There's a locker. Like I'm gonna check this out, see if I can maybe like shoot a video in here. So I open it part way up, and I see this light on. And for some reason, my <laughs> my mind, like nothing clicked with me. But I just I still open it up all the way like an idiot, and I look oh, in, no. and there's this there's this woman who just kind of peeks up at me. She's like laying down on the ground, peeks up at me, and she's naked. And uh, say what, dog? Dude, <laughs> I knew it was good. I was like, it's a porn shoot. You open a porn shoot, just one lone naked woman, and you're like, did you scream? Really? No, no. Ah! <laughs> well, she. <laughs> I would have literally she, screamed out of she, like just well, to scare everybody. I just you know? see that. That yeah, <laughs> just be like, <laughs> I kind of wanted that scream you just used. I want to sample that actually, but uh, but um, I 
I, uh, I, I, I just shut it very like, I felt really awkward and embarrassed and I shut it. Did you and, yell and sorry? I, Were you like, and I just sorry? Said, and I just was like, man, I was like, I'm really sorry. Um, I, and she was, and she was like, what's your name? And I was like, uh, Caleb, Holly, I'm, I'm in this locker. Actually, you know, what's weird. I didn't even say my name was Caleb. For some reason I was paranoid. So I said my name was Luke, which is my brother's name. <laughs> oh my God, don't you lie. <laughs> well, I don't know. I was just like, I don't you know. You lied to the stranger. I like so I was that. Like, so, but then I was like, then I was like, well, what's your name? Cause then I was like, maybe we can, you know, become friends. And she's like, you know, my locker, you know, enough. So, oh, uh, so, you cold. know, that was, that, that was my one, uh, and now I see her like every time, like about 6.50, 10 minutes before the place closes. You guys are both I running can, out of there. I'm usually like starting to pack up my stuff and I hear her alarm go off. And then I know that at that time that she's, you know, she's getting up. And, I, and I'm assuming, you know, she, I'm assuming that this is the place that she lives and sleeps during the, I don't know what she does during the night if she goes to a shelter or something, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's sad to, to see, but so, um, yeah. Just to clarify, this is like a storage locker, like people store stuff there. Yeah. And yeah, you I mean, like, just turned this little room into Caleb Holly Productions headquarters, right? Yeah. So, so, I mean, the, the whole story is like maybe like four or five years ago, I was like, uh, my wife was looking for a space for me because she was like, you need to be somewhere else doing this music. And so she found, she's, <laughs> she found a, she's, dude, dude, oh man, I know that story. I know that story well, brother. <laughs> so she found the, so she looked it up and it's, it's amazing. She found this spot that was, at this point it was 24 hours and it was an old school uh, that turned into an artist space. And it was, it was amazing. Like there was all these artists. I was the only one who was like, a recording artist. Everyone else was like painters, and and that was that was amazing. So it was an old elementary school. But then, like two months after I was there, it had been this for like a decade. But then, yeah. right when we got there, um, and I was actually at that point literally in a janitor's closet, even smaller than anything, waiting for something better to come up. Yeah. But then they took it back as a school, so it's now a school again. So then at that point, I was like, oh, I got to move my stuff. So I, you know, got the storage unit and then I moved up there and then, and then I was like, actually, this isn't so bad. Like, I don't mind making me, it's just a nice like spot away from everything. So cozy. It's yeah. really close to your apartment. Yeah. Super close. That's what's and super convenient. That's yeah, cool. That's, 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 that's big for sure. And then I, and then like a year and a half ago, like soundproofed it. So it's essentially, it's like, it's like working out of a, a vocal booth. But yeah. it's a, it's it's a spaceship to me because it's like I have my I have like synths like all my synths like around me I and I have you know like everything is super close so Within like every, yeah, yes yeah you're because like, oh, let no me go room. to the profit now okay <laughs> yeah. I'm here yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go to the Nord or whatever your keys are yeah yeah, yeah totally it's 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 <laughs> it's uh yeah it's I, I love this setup for that reason because there's just no where where to go you know so. I and enjoy it. the track we just played the cats in, new mm -hmm. release, new shit, hot shit, Caleb shit. That's right. Is called Just Want to Be Loved, right? Yep, that's right. Bro, yeah, I got so my that... dorky notes here. I don't have a good memory, so I apologize. I no. didn't tell Caleb. Caleb Caleb came in, came ripping in, and he's like, let's just get into it. Why <laughs> Why do all these introductions? So we're, we're still getting to feel each other's vibe here. This is fresh energy, new energy. Yeah. Anyway, new track <laughs> that you produced everything right there in the fucking spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> well, that, that, I mean, the spaceship is where I do most of the production. I actually started that one 
uh, I guess January of last year in this in this my favorite place probably in the world called, called San Cristobal de las Casas. It's in Mexico, in Chiapas. And in I like went I did like this uh, this my own little solo writing retreat and I this came is like two years ago or something. No, right? that was that was like last January. I've gone I go to Mexico so much that it, you it, I mean it feels like you're probably thinking of a different trip. <laughs> this one this <laughs> well, one happened. Yes, in- <laughs> that's true. Internet and the time, it's like the goldfish brain. I'm like, oh Caleb was just in Mexico. And totally. you're like, no, two well, that's years ago. But. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I started this in uh, in in January, and then honestly, I just let it sit for like, I don't know. Probably, this new track, you yeah. bring, you bring all your gear, you go down to Mexico, mm-hmm. and you do like a write and retreat, and yeah. just hang out. Yeah, with a family. No, actually, I, I mean, where, where I just got I got an Airbnb, hostile. and and uh, it was I picked this one in specific because it had a they. I had a pet rabbit and cats, so yeah. I like. And I'm actually more like a dog person, but I loved this. Uh, I loved the rabbit. It was like so. I, I, are I, you cool. know, plus it's like a little when you, yeah. yeah. And when you're by yourself, it's like it's nice to even just have some company that way. So, so I like. Yeah, I just. Uh, I actually wrote. You know, I find that when I go somewhere for a purpose, which was to write a new album. I usually get sidetracked and do something completely different, and I ended up doing this whole uh, sex tape. So I like my, that sound. Let me give some backstory <laughs> on that. Just like, you and a woman tape, you met me. in a closet in Harlem, and you brought her down. You're like, check it out. I got an idea. <laughs> I did. I did a concept uh, album, like five song EP called Sex Tape, which is that's better. And it's yeah, it's like three covers and two originals, and and it's all just like it's all it's just five slow jams, and it's. It's supposed to be set like I, I like researched the study about like how long the average couple goes for and and uh, I, I did my study so it's exactly like twenty two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's twenty and, two uh, minutes. Yeah, Bang. I mean, yeah. That's insertion to completion or that's like foreplay included. <laughs> that's foreplay included. That's foreplay, foreplay included. included. <clears throat> and actually it's it's actually nineteen minutes is what the study said, but I added three minutes for cuddling at the end. And also tight, tight. and also it starts. You're a lover like that. St- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got extra three with Caleb. <laughs> it starts at the same BPM uh, beats per minute as it ends with. So, like for Sting, it can just loop. It loops perfect for a tantric. So. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to Sting with yeah. a tantric joke. God damn it. Well, if I don't I, know anyone else who does it. So. No, I know. I think that's so great. Sting's probably still just like, man, that was my best <laughs> career move. He's just this Iron Man of lovemaking. I know. <laughs> Wait, so did uh, Sex Tape come out before or after? So that, so January. It came out after the new record, yeah, I, right? Yeah, so I had this like. No, so like I've had I've love, put drugs, a, I've, and decisions. Yeah. I think I'm a dyslexic though. I'll, I'll confuse it. That's it's okay, the name, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the name. Of yeah, the, but I've put out a lot of material in the last year. So I put out love, drugs, and decisions. I put that out in September, just over a year ago, and then in February, for Valentine's Day, I put out sex tape, and then in May, <clears throat> I re-released re-released love, drugs, and decisions, but all like all. Acoustic, acoustic yeah. shit with duets. <clears throat> yeah, with duets. Yeah, which, which was which was really fun to have different people sing on on my music, and it was it was really that was a cool experience. And then, <clears throat> and so then I'm, and then I was like, oh, I need to, but I need new material. 
Constantly. And, uh, huh? Yeah, constantly, right? As a yeah. writer, you're like, shit, that was all my 12 songs. Yeah, yeah, totally. That was some new shit. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So it was just, so then I. So you give man. yourself a, a retreat. This is where you were like, I'm going to get the fuck out of New York. Mm-hmm. Even though you have the spaceship. Do you feel well, like bogged down in New York? You're like, oh, fuck, I can't. Well, you know what? It's just write. like, I, I felt whenever I'm in Mexico, I, like, I just feel like extremely inspired and just like, I don't even. Like I can literally get up. I don't need coffee or anything, and not, and and like I'm just immediately like ready to work and psyched. And so it's like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, this is, like so it's like if I can have that energy. I was thinking if I can have this energy for like seven days, I can probably make or start, you know, a good part of an <clears throat> album. But then I totally got. Then I was like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Maybe I can put a. <laughs> <laughs> so I got totally sidetracked, but but I still came up with a couple songs, and "Just Want to Be Loved" is one of them. So, um, and this yeah. is a single. Is it going to be a part of a little EP, or is it just like is so? This so EP or? so the way I'm the way I'm doing it is I actually I fin I'm done with the whole album. It's it's called it's going to be called "Sad People," and and uh, and I finished pretty much every track. Twelve I. I I my goal was to make 15 songs and then like go from um kind of go from there to find the ones that had the most like continuity in it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I so I have finished, you know, I finished the whole album in advance and then I'm releasing them uh as singles leading up and then I'll release the whole album which will have like three more. So almost everything is going to be released as singles and then as the album. And that's because just like the marketplace right now. Right? Yeah. It's just yeah. what we do. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it seems like that's an effective way, this constant content stream, right? You have like a three-week cycle or something like that, right? And yeah. Can... And like right now, I mean, I feel like I haven't put on anything. It's funny because it's literally been like a few months, but it feels like forever because because of just the way of... It feels like you just have to put out stuff so much. How fast it's happening <clears throat> right now. Yeah. I know. So... So I'm just like... And is this new record like the sounds? Like it's all you as producer, self-produced, doing everything, yeah. bro. Yeah, you actually, like Eminem, Stevie Wonder. You are a prince. You have the seed of prince, bro. Do you put on a purple robe and just make these tracks in Mexico with the bunny? and like? <laughs> Man, that would be great. I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> I can just imagine Next you, time I'm gonna You know do. what I mean? But, but yeah, I... You know what? It's just like... Um, I, I have uh, collaborated on... A few of the tracks with a good friend of mine who goes by his producer name is Doxa, and he's who I actually worked on. Uh, we did sex tape together <laughs> every time I talk about this. But um, and you've been talking about it for like a year now. Yeah, you're just I, like, oh I, fuck, I just feels awkward when I say that. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm just, I mean, yeah, it's great though. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> we did that, and um, and so we've done some some tracks. Uh, um, let me stop for a second. Okay, cool. I made uh, a stop for a second because I heard ambient noise, but then Paul's like, I want that. I want that in there. Yeah, no, it gives a whole vibe to it. It makes it feel real, you know? Yeah, you're I right. I like when I hear the sirens and shit and the birds, and it's like, oh, you're right there with it. Yeah. You're right. That is true. Sex tape docs. So, so uh, yeah, and the, the, so as far as, yeah, like, okay, so yeah, docs. So, yeah, I worked with, I worked with him on a couple of the tracks, and, and then the rest uh, produced... Uh, myself, sometimes, and sometimes mix it. But uh, I like to have someone else mix if I can. Yeah, right. 
but, fresh ears on it and hear <clears throat> yeah. does it come back and do you hear it totally differently you're like well, i want to put the guitars there but that was cool or do you give them super specific like here's what the here's the track bro well <clears throat> it depends on how much I'm, I'm like married to and i know that i like if there's a part that i'm like i know i don't want to change the this reverb or whatever <clears throat> like i'll just bounce it like that so they don't have you know any control but there's a <clears throat> There's this specific dude named Stephen K that like is just I'm such a huge fan of him um, and how he mixes. But uh, if he if he could just drop his rates a little bit, then I could handle it. Then I could use him more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! There you go. I know that feeling, bro. You got to just hang out with him so much, like socially, right? Buy him dinner. You're like, listen, dude, when do I get on that friend rate program? How can I get to the much lower rate? You know what I mean? I know, is, man. Does, is this, is he, well, the funny thing about mixers is like, <clears throat> once they get like one big tune or a couple big tunes, they can like triple their rates. Yeah. And you're like, dude, come on. Yeah. Look at me. I'm just down here fighting for it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well, it's hard because there's just so much as an independent musician what you have where you have to uh put your time and money yeah. that it's hard to <clears throat> put it all all in the mixing when there's also, you know, there's like most people, I mean, people might be offended at this, but like a lot of people don't um you know, if I just showed a random friend a great mix versus my mix, they probably wouldn't know much of the difference. Or in fact, they wouldn't know much of the difference. They would know <clears throat> that it's not as popping, though. I, I do feel like they, they can't, you know, they can feel it. They're like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I would right? say... Like a great I, I, mix, like, explodes the speakers. That's how I want to feel, right? When you put it on and the speakers yeah. explode, and then you're like, this is the mix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can get particular about it, but I'm, yeah, I know what you're saying. You no, know, but, so I, but, I mean, okay, they will notice very, like, very subtle difference, but it's like... Is that subtle difference worth when, you know, there's, there's just money is, <laughs> for most independent artists, is so limited. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> excuse me. So we have to like, so it's just where are you going to put it? And then there's, there's, a, there's so many different spots. There's so many different places that it just, you can be spread thin fast, you know, you can yeah, yeah. be out. <laughs> you need to. Do you do like the publicist or any of that yeah. kind of stuff or a manager? Or? Um, Right now, it's it's just me. I have a manager who who works um, uh, Japan, which is really random and and awesome. He, he <laughs> oh, he's got me some some cool stuff, and uh, and then my wife Samantha helps out a lot. So it's just it's just uh, us two just just kind of rocking it, you know. And and um, uh, I've used P, I have used uh, PR in the in the past. It's, yeah. it's been hit or miss, and or honestly, miss. when it's miss, it's actually what am I talking about? It's only, it's only been miss for me. And so, <laughs> the real talk, really? yeah, you're like no, man, I just do it myself. It's easier. Well, which is you're which like, is which is really it's hard. Called Google. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just true. hustle the emails. You can for hustle twelve them, hours a day. Yeah. yeah. But then there's also the the connection factor. But it's like, but it's uh, it's tough because um. It's just it's so hard when it doesn't go right because it's like not only do you you spend all this money but then it's like man does no did no that didn't hit nobody liked it you know like no or, one checked it out <clears throat> no I got no ears on this yeah. yeah and it's it's just one of the hardest things and that's why doing what we do 
is extremely is really hard and it's it's i mean I, yeah. that's why so many musicians like by the time they're 30 are crazy you know it's just like <laughs> they're just they're, they're crazy jaded bit or whatever you know and 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 it's really hard not to be because it's uh it's hard to put yourself out there so often and not i mean that's like what the song's about just want to be loved just you know? want to be loved you want exactly. to be appreciated for and for the shit you do and and you want people you want to be recognized for it and at least i do <laughs> yeah oh no of course or you want someone to connect with it you know yeah. what i mean and at a level where maybe you're generating a little bit of income that you can reinvest into your own project yes True. we, we True. get it i yeah. fully get it and that's honest and real of you to fucking say you know what i mean like you're, you're speaking truth you're like god damn it <laughs> my my one friend, he always he always makes the analogy. It's like being a boxer. Like you're just gonna get knocked down, and then mm. you just have to get back up. And then it's like it's just the deal. You're gonna get crushed multiple times. Yeah. You know, and even after you've made it. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing. You know, it's like when you talk to people who have reached it to this next level, and they're like, you know what? I thought I was gonna get there, and then then now I'm here. But it was like I got there, and then it was like, all right, now I got to do it all over again. Yeah. What's next? <clears throat> and so. This is the thing, man. This is the thing where it's like, shit, why can't I just be <laughs> content? Wow, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you wouldn't be making new music. You'd just be living in Mexico, hanging out with a rabbit, not making tracks, probably. You know what I mean? That's just exactly like, right. Like, I, I got I got up this morning, and I was like, no, it was either this morning or yesterday, and I told Samantha, I was like, I was like, man, I mean, wouldn't it just be amazing to just have this routine where... Oh yeah, we were we were doing something in the Bronx, and I was like, like, what if we just went to this restaurant and we went there? And then we did that every morning, and then I went home. And then we went home and just slept for a while, watched some TV, like, and that's it. Like, and she's like, you're talking about retirement. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I, and the, like, there, well, there's, that's what I'm looking to do. <laughs> retirement sounds rad, yeah. But the weird, the, the funny thing is, is like whenever I think about retirement, I'm like, hell no. I'm like, whenever I'm, if my parents talk about retiring, I'm like, man, I'm never gonna retire. I don't, I don't want to. I, I love making music, so it's this battle within, within myself of like, you know, just feeling tired and overwhelmed often, but also, just chasing this ridiculous dream so i don't know so. no i get it it's a real thing i wanted to retire from new york uh 10 years after being here and then i wanted to go down to florida Wait, and I'll just play been. jimmy buffett covers it's 16 now i signed <laughs> oh. on for another 10 bro i signed on for another <laughs> okay, 10 okay, i was okay. like all right this is a little young to retire in florida i was like i can do new york for another 10 but that idea <laughs> it's in all of us you know what i mean like yeah. I just want to be in florida hit a swim Play some Buffet and what call it a day? What more do I? What am I chasing here in New York? You know what Dude. I mean. But then we're getting into it, and you're just you're locked into it. This yeah. is what we're doing now. I'm gridded. I feel like I'm gridded. Like this is my job. This is my life. Well, I mean, how does it make you feel when if you say you're on Florida and vacation, and you see someone doing the Buffet covers right now at this point? Like how does how does it make you feel? Jealous. I just feel envy. I'm looking at. I'm like, <laughs> dang, look at that tan. <laughs> They're so Man. tan. They're so happy. They're just playing Buffett covers, chilling. Well, that's a whole different thing. You well, know no, what I mean? no, like, no. But this is this is I interesting. I, I would be bored. I would be bored out of my mind. But okay. like, I like reading books. I, I think I could find ways to entertain myself. I really do, though. You know what I mean? I could be entertained. No, you could definitely find ways to entertain yourself. You're right? Paul Madison. You yeah. can find ways to <laughs> just read books. I sit around and read. What? What I gotta? 
whatever. Man, but it's it's uh, it, it was funny because man, it was that was not the answer I was expecting because I like in my mind when I see that, I mean I see the boredom thing. I think, oh my god, I don't want I don't want that. That scares the shit out of me. When I when I'm like, wait a second, is this is this gonna be me if like if this dream that I've had for so long doesn't come true? I'm, Am I going to be in Florida playing Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> and so it's like, <clears throat> I'm like, damn, it's, that it's is di- my dream. It's, di- <laughs> it's different. It's different perspectives, you know. So it's like, but um, but at the same time, shit. I mean, you know, just yesterday I was talking about how much I'd like to just eat breakfast at the same place and sleep all day. So you know, <laughs> part of the deal. And then, well, there's I, you know, I I was recently thinking about that too, like. <sighs> We're, you're in a, everybody is in a great moment. I think, right? Like once people get fame and then they get money, it's like Coke or something. Like mm-hmm. you just, if you do Coke, all you want is more Coke or something, right? <laughs> and that's such an aggressive analogy, but it feels like once you get fame and or money, you're just chasing more of that. And what is it really yeah. giving you? What more are you getting? I like, I feel there's a, a contentness in like whatever little world and bubble. Yeah. That you have, you know what I mean? Because if you get oversaturated, you can only get so saturated. Yeah. I, I know. know. This is how this is the argument my brain makes with itself. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Look, <laughs> let's uh, yeah. look at all the awesome <laughs> things happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. People listen to me, your music. Yeah. You check out your videos. I know. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're a superstar. You're a pop star. I, it's Caleb fucking Holly right here. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this ain't fucking. I mean, no, I mean, it doesn't, there is, it is, feels sometimes. When it's like, you know, you hear people talking about this at, you know, where everyone's on, everyone, you know, is bringing, some people are selling out Bowery Ballroom, some people are having a hard time, people coming to, you know, Rockwood One or whatever. So everyone's at different places. And no matter what, it's, it it seems like we can all have that same conversation of wanting the next thing, which is, which is like, you know what that is? I think is hell. (laughs) <laughs> I, I actually, I actually think that I actually that is I, actually hell. I think that I think that's that's what hell is is like not being not being able to be content and and this is and like fully present in the now. <laughs> I feel so cliche saying it, but it's just no, so no, true, you know. Cool. No, I like that. <laughs> yeah, this is hell. Yes. No, I mean, I, I think, I think, I mean, like it. I, I think, yeah, I, I I would have to say that, and I got to be. Um, I, when I like, yeah, I mean, I had like years ago, I, I had like, a, I feel like, you know, sometimes when people, they get these realizations and, and that was kind of a realization for me is like, uh, yeah, I mean, like being present is, is heaven and like just the struggle and, and everything else seems to be hell. I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems to be that we way. We get a little me. content with the. Uh... When we are not content, looking toward the future, looking to the past, and having all these regrets, right? These are the moments where you're like, "This is hell." Yeah. So I, it's all I, in your head, I, then. It's yeah. A mental game, right? It is a mental game. It's all. It's all. Uh, yeah, it's all a mental game. It's like, what do you think about the whole uh, concept of like us being in a simulation? <sighs> <laughs> Well, yeah, 1998, Matrix, right? We were like, I remember being in eighth grade and being like, oh my God, is that me? Am I Neo in the yeah. cube, right? So that level, or do you mean more like, I mean, in a digital zone? Well, I've heard like, or? like Elon Musk talk, talk being, you know, saying, making a case for that. And, uh, 
And I just was, I, I don't know, this has been just on my mind recently. I mean, because that Matrix thing, like, I don't know, when you when you saw that originally, did you, when I saw that, my, <clears throat> my mind wasn't blown because I was raised Christian and so... I thought I knew, you know, the a second coming thing. of Christ. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I thought I, you know, I was, I was sure how everything was. That's what I thought, you know. So I would have mm-hmm. never, I wouldn't have, I would have, if I was going to watch the Matrix, I would have actually seen it as I would have taken like some biblical perspective from it, you know. So, but when you saw, it, was it like, was your mind opened <clears throat> via the digital thing? I think right, like I wasn't ready for that. I think. Sometimes the language I use to describe what you're talking about is when I said, like, in the grid a second ago. Like, we're Mm. gridded. Like, Mm. we're an organism within the larger organism. Like, we've created this machinery that's just going to continue to eat itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, There's this dude, Bruce Damer. Have you ever checked this dude out? He's like, his whole thing is like, this is the... uh, the moth stage. And then when we blast away to another planet, we'll be like new life. This is like, we're the, you know, the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. This is only our first. So this, this could, this could go on. You like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. Yeah. Is this a stimulation? Probably. Stimulation. Simulation. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's cool to think about. Like to let, to let that be. Sometimes cause like, I've had just different moments in, in life when it's really uh, seemed like that, like you know, like it, like with psychedelic glitch. Or, in the yeah, matrix. yeah, where it's where it's like, for instance, uh, few years back when I I went and did ayahuasca and that like totally, yeah. oh, like that was the moment for me that I was like, oh, none of this is real, none of it's real, and of course, like yeah, you're you. People are going to say, like, oh, you're on a psychedelic drug, whatever. Yeah. But, like, it was a true realization, you know. And, uh, and, and like, so I don't know. Life, life changes from that. For, for Life changed a lot for me. From that After moment. that. From that. And, and I started seeing things as, in, in a different way. But I tried to, it's like, and, I, and now I know it's there, but it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to access because it, it, it's like I lose that faith that I kind of discovered, you know. What inspired you to go do that experience, which I yeah. have not done? So I'm, I'm, but, have you done but like I love checking it out or... and thinking about it. Okay. No, I haven't really experienced oh, okay. like that. I'm like a noob, dude. I just no. smoke weed and drink beer. <laughs> that's cool. And I'm doing a sober October right now. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. yeah. It's like nice. great, which is funny because Seth's like, oh, another sober guy. Caleb's coming. He's going to be like, this is the sober month. I was like, he was like, <laughs> the, the point is, is like I'm fascinated by all these. Michael Pollan just dropped that book, yeah, right? Yes. Did you check that out? So I haven't. I I didn't read the book, but I listened to. He went on multiple podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, and I listened to all of them, and, and it was a really good reminder because it's just like, you know, you know what it is. It's it's a very hard. It, it's really hard sometimes to describe it. And he's a writer, and it's what he does for a, a living, and he's brilliant amazing. writer. Yeah. Yes. So it's like. The way he speaks about it is like, I sent that to, you know, like my mom. Be like, yo, check check this out. Like, because I can't explain, the way I'm going to explain my experiences is not going to do it justice to the way Michael Pollan is able to do it. You know, so, um, yeah. And, and I, I do feel like it's being a very, it's a, you know, a lot of people are talking about it currently. And that's cool because that was like mainstream. Like he was on, he was talking about that on like some, 
like like late shows. Oh and yeah, stuff. he was on Colbert. He was he did the whole circuit. Whatever he does or writes about is like big news. Yeah, he, he wrote like seven books on food. You know what I mean? That's all we've been talking about. Yeah, he's like a. So no, I'm fascinated by all this, and I yeah. do want it. This has been something that's in my horizon, but it's just never been the right moment or situation for me personally. Yeah. Right? Like, and I think I was in a situation maybe where I was younger and I was watching people just destroy themselves with E, which is a totally different thing. Totally mm-hmm. 90s drug, but I was like, that's <laughs> fucked up. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for me, I mean, what kind of led that to me, honestly, was just a, getting very curious about like, like I said, coming from a, I can go ahead and say sort of sheltered and like upbringing. Like I, um, um, I started to get super interested in drugs, <laughs> not in like, maybe not in a healthy way at first. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's a fine line. It's hard to be healthy with that, you know, but it's, it's hard, it but, really is. but I kind of, but I, but I was led to, you know, ayahuasca and just psychedelics and how they can. This is only a few years ago too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but you've I, been sober for a minute now. I've been. The thing is, is I wouldn't count that. I wouldn't count. Um, so like, if I if I do ayahuasca, like, I, I mean, I don't necessarily count that as. A, it's hard for me to like. Okay, for instance, I'm sober because alcohol ruined my life, you know, and mm-hmm. so because of that, I've taken alcohol out of the equation. I'm sober from alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I I'll smoke weed very rarely and. And, uh, you know, I just try to be very careful with, like, substances because I have, uh, you know, like, I, I, easily, like, I easily like them too much. You know? yeah. So, so, so yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't work, awesome does not work and, with my program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it know. doesn't compute. So, so, yeah, I mean, like, uh, but anyway, but, but so I got led to ayahuasca and went and did, like, some ceremonies with a shaman, and, and it totally changed my life. And, and after that, I... You know, it was kind of like when you know someone who's like born again Christian or something, and then they're like mm-hmm. telling everyone about it, like this is what you got to do. That's how I, that's how I was for the first few months, and I guess I still am because I'm talking about it right now. But <laughs> no, but it's cool. Like you're enlightening. I want to know about this. We're all fascinated. By yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just. Uh, I mean, I don't know how different. Well, it, it's it's more extreme than most uh, than some other psychedelics. Like you know, it involves purging which is like puking and diarrhea and crying like and uh, which is not comfortable you know it's not it's like most people have, most people do drugs to have like fun and this is yeah, not necessarily party. fun you know so this is real introspective <laughs> shit this is you fucking really taking a deep look at who Caleb Holly is who the world is in fact you you look at everything you're like this is a simulation yeah yeah, yeah. That's I mean, fucking I mean, fascinating, to a point. bro. That yeah. sounds yes. It sounds like an experience we all want, right? Like to, yeah. Maybe not everybody, but the puking and the shitting that probably scares <laughs> some people away, right? Honestly, I, yeah. I mean, it it still kind of scares me. Like thinking about going back to it. That's the part that I'm the most nervous about. Like I hate, I hate throwing up. I hate it. You know, even even if I'm is it even like if eight hours it. of puking or <laughs> is it like a no? I la- like I've for me, it lasts about one. six hours and like and it. It depends. Like, uh, depends on the ceremony. Like, I, I actually did. <clears throat> I only puked in one ceremony, but it doesn't. You know, um, I had this thing. The rest of the ceremonies where I could like, I felt like I had so much control over my mind that mm-hmm. like as soon as I started feeling a fear of throwing up, I was able to just be immediately shut it down. So it's like, 
you know, it was, it was, that was one of those lessons where I was like, wow, this is all made up. Everything's made up. Yeah, like yeah. you can take that super far and really offend people. So like, I, I have to be careful where I, where I go into that, but like, you know, <clears throat> no offense here. I'm fully into this. I'm like, yeah, yeah sign me yeah. up. Let's yeah. go right now. Yeah. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Where did you do it? Uh, Mexico. Yeah. So that was, um, when I turned 30, I, I went, I'd always wanted to drive through Mexico and, and my goal was to like, I looked, I was looking at the map and I was like, man, I think I can just drive to Brazil. I'm going to do it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, turns out <clears throat> you can't, but there's like and, an impassable <clears throat> part where your car has to go on a ferry or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what the Panama Canal, like you, you can't go, you can't go there, but it wouldn't have mattered. Cause actually like five hours into Mexico, my car <laughs> broke down. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to trash it and bus everywhere. This is this is this is the story. This is the story because I remember people. I feel like I ended up subbing weddings for you or something like this. This is why people are like, "What's going on with Caleb?" I'm like, I don't fucking know what Caleb's doing, dude. Caleb's just Caleb Holly, bro. Like, <laughs> he's the boss. He's uh, taking care of business, writing hit songs, trying, getting a deeper meaning of life. You know what I mean? Like, you did it. That's amazing and awesome. Yeah, well, and you have the that, courage to continue to pursue. Right. My well, that, favorite quote ever is. Uh, Whatever, it's something along the lines of trust those who seek, but don't believe those who find or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Like someone who is, you're not, you're not shoving this down our throat. You're just like, this is what I checked out. I thought it was cool. You're not yeah. like, yeah. if you do this, trust me, only I know the way. You yeah. know, and that's where you're like, I don't like you and trust yeah. you. You're yeah. full of shit. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's true. That's, I mean, I might have been, the, if you would have talked to me after like the first like two months, I'm, I was very, very much convinced that I was like, this if is the, the way. If the world, if like everyone in the world does this, if like Donald Trump will do this, well, I'll be okay. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. if, if like, if, you know, because it's like, you'll see, it's like, it puts you in the, it puts you so far away from a business mindset because you're not thinking about competition. You're thinking about we're all one. You togetherness. Know? Yeah, you're thinking one. about, so if you're thinking about togetherness, then business doesn't exist. And then you're not, it's not, it's not a fight, you know? So it's like, so for the first maybe like couple months, but then I, but the thing is, is like people come to the same realization all the time, mm. not using ayahuasca. So, I mean, it just, it just depends on, I mean, I, I hope that people find that I'm happy I did. That was the way I, I got to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I always feel that way. Like just specifically, I, I was lucky enough to travel a little bit when I was younger mm -hmm. and, uh, this whole country, all of America, I always say this, and I've said this on the podcast multiple times, it feels like this is like a whole culture built on fear, mm. trying to make us afraid of getting older, afraid of getting fat, afraid of whatever, <laughs> buy my shit, buy my shit, yeah, capitalist yeah. fucking America, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you feel like traveling like out of America helped, or mm. just... I remember being in Germany and feeling like safe and relaxed. I was like, if I break my fucking arm right now, it's not going to cost me three thirty thousand dollars or whatever, right? Like that yeah, yeah. alone. And then like education, it, like there's a whole more collectiveness and yeah. like a kind of group thing. Like I got to go to Japan super young. Speaking mm. of your Japan heads, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is the last, bro. I'm, the last time I saw you was in Atlantic City. I saw Caleb. <laughs> Dude, you had on this baller coat, the furry coat, and like the swim <laughs> trunks and the flip flops. And oh the yeah, that was it. Sunglasses. <laughs> I was and wearing my whole band's wardrobe. I was like, I, this is the easiest way to bring this in. <laughs> <laughs> you were 
where all that. And then I was telling Andrzej, I was like, I feel like I have like 20 conversations open with Caleb. And it's like we open all these tabs and there's like, oh, we got to go. You got to go. Right, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> and then I remember you being like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go to Japan. I was like, fucking Japan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That and was amazing. Japan is Japan is so interesting because I don't, I've been. teammate yeah. culture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The fact that like there's no trash anywhere and, but there's also no trash cans. Like people just, they just, apparently they just carry it with them and then neatly put it away. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> <laughs> That's it's, that's true. I see Japanese people put the cigarette butt back in the cigarette pack all the time. I remember being like, "Where are you going to take that?" I was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, "Okay, good it, for you." It's uh, yeah. It that was a. It's just such a respectful culture. Like that was, so you know, yeah. I mean, like I remember having like dinners when we were there, and like you know, I mean, for us, like sometimes people don't want to take like the last slice of pizza or whatever, you know, like, oh, it's the last one you feel maybe, I mean, it depends who you're hanging with, but you know, like, you, but like in Japan, they like literally didn't even want to take the first thing. It was, it was so polite, like, and so Flawlessly <laughs> polite, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I was literally like, I'm hungry. I want to eat this food, but like everyone's just staring at it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so uh, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting, it's super, it was very interesting culture for sure. Yeah. And you were playing like just solo shows or did you get a actually, Japanese I band? Wasn't a, or? I wasn't a playing, I wasn't playing shows there. I was doing a, a session for this um, Honda commercial that I like, I did the, the music for, um, did a rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. They mm -hmm. wanted, they wanted the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow in the style of uh, Bada Boom Bada Bling, which is one of my songs. For yes, people, yeah, yeah. Which is like... <clears throat> I don't know. Just when you think of the two don't, right the, the two don't, the two don't necessarily. Yeah, that's mix, a, but like, it's kind of like a soul neo soul yeah. vibe, right? Yeah. So I was just like, I was like, this is, uh, I was like, this is interesting. But it was, but so we, so I made that in my storage unit. I made that, but then I think they decided that they wanted to have me fly over just to do the vocals, and so in I, a studio in Japan. Yeah, I was like. In my mind, I was like, I mean, I could do this in New York, but I was like, hey, I'll take, I'll take the trip to Japan. Fuck so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to, so I went to Japan, and and uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to work out some stuff there because they, um, they still, enjoy, like at least right now, they still like, they still buy CDs and like CDs, and 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 actually, like the way I got that that uh, opportunity is so random because I had this distribution deal in Japan and they have like a tower records like like people legit still buy CDs there so it's like six floors tower records it's right in Tokyo <clears throat> yeah yeah I've seen it I've been there actually oh sweet it's, it's, it's magnificent you're just like Whoa. yeah 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 I know the spot yeah so they had <clears throat> so you know how like back a while ago when borders and stuff was around I don't know if you ever experienced if you used to go to like you know record stores or out or like CD stores and they would have stuff on display and you could listen to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You'd hold the CD under with the headphones and you're like, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. You could skip the tracks. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly, <laughs> so I had that in Tower Records and the person who was the music, uh, the, the director, the music director for this commercial I was putting, being put together literally was going through like the Tower Records listening 
Dave Evil and found me on that and then was like, oh, we want to have this guy on our Get scene. Get out of here. It's just so, ra- it's just so That's random. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just Not like, even who- the web, dude. Yeah. I know. It's old school, man. Yeah, real old school. <laughs> yeah. So. It's not like it was just in some Spotify playlist or some shit. It's like, yeah, that's cool. That's a yeah. good story. Yeah. And they flew you over, so and you did just the vocals, but you made the whole track. Yeah, I made the whole track in my in, in my space in the spaceship. It's kind of a, it's kind of a cool experience because you know I have the the people at my at my at my space like the guy who I was telling you about who like pumps me up and yeah and, and Will yeah Will and another guy Domingo and and just a few and and they like. I don't know. Like I'm just going up to my closet. They know I make music. They they know all that. But it's cool to be like able to show them this song that's on this. I mean, it's they can't hear. You can't understand anything because it's in Japanese. But like, well, not me singing. But like, you hear me singing the song, and like, it's this Honda commercial, and it's fun to be able to show them. Be like, hey, I made this upstairs. You know. <laughs> They're like, really? You will get him. I'm your roadie, bro. I'll be your roadie. And you're like, all right, dog. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, that's awesome. That's yeah. such a cool story. And did yeah. you eat all of the food, I assume? Oh yeah. I mean I was I was it wasn't for as long of a flight as it is, it I wasn't there for that long. But yeah, I I ate so much I had so much sushi. I really had just gotten into sushi like two months before that, but I didn't realize it's not actually sushi. Like I mean it's so So different. It's just so yeah, I mean like Japanese sushi is is, is different and I mean both are good, but like man, it it was Ah, that was amazing. That's funny that you say that. When I came back to when I came back from Japan, I didn't eat sushi in America for like two years. Oh, really? Yeah, it like ruined me. It was like a ruining. Experience. I was like, "What? This doesn't even taste. This yeah. tastes like plastic now, or something." Well, it's right? kind of. Like, I mean, I always think of it as like a New York slice versus Papa John's. Like, I still, I, I, I love Papa John's. I'll crush some Papa John's. But it's John's. a different Come thing. On. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's totally a different thing. Yeah, that's so funny, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's funny. I'm, la- I'm <laughs> laughing in my own brain now, where people are like, "Yeah, man, what happened to Caleb? Where's Caleb?" At? People are asking me. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I know we're like both jovial dudes, but it's not like we're texting every day, dog. Like, I don't have my tabs on Caleb. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, wait, wait. I already forgot what you told me because I'm forgetful. This is why I write shit down. But no, man. you check out. Check you your notes. are going to Mexico again. I'm, That's another trip. No, I'm, I'm the not. The new I'm record's not. coming out. I've, new it's coming back out. to me. It's I the bunny, the cats. The new yes. record was there. The new record was there. I'm I'm about to release singles leading up to the album, and it's called Sad People. And my con- my concept was to come up with like a dance album, but it was all for people that are maybe I don't know. Maybe I would say dark brained. I guess you know, like you hear dance music, and it's just all about like so like uplifting, and and sometimes. The, it depends on my mood, but it can really bother me sometimes. And so I was like, I want to make some like dance music for but it's sad people. Yeah, for sad people. Kind of like the, Robin. Yeah. Right? And yeah, and actually, I mean, there Her is. Her lyrics a, are always so dark. You're yeah, like, there when is. When you're a dancing, lot. you're like, this is fucking dark, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and that that exists. It didn't, I would say that it didn't, uh, all the music I made ended up being. Um, like musically sad as well, so it's like, I mean, it's still, you know, it still has beats and it's produced and stuff, and and the just want to be loved is, I don't know, I mean, I got, it feels it's, like it's, it's a little sadder and a little darker on yeah. the on the darker tip. Yeah, but the but it, I would say that's like a three on the scale of like one to ten on 
on where it where it goes. Like that's actually a more like a happier feeling tune in the album. And um, honestly, like yeah, I mean, obviously this life is long, and you know you go through many different emotions. But it's like you know, so just a few minutes ago, I was talking about all this po- ayahuasca and all this positivity. But like you know, I mean, years it can be really hard to hang on to that. And mm. so honestly, like most of my most of the time when I'm when I'm writing, like it's because I need to. I'm in a, I'm in a dark place, you know. So so that that's the like when I look through my lyrics, my <clears throat> notes tab, which mm-hmm. is like endless things that I basically never use. But when I look through, like sometimes I look at the lyrics and I'm like, damn, wow, that's that's sad. <laughs> and I'm like, you look at your own shit. You're like, sad man wrote that. Well, oh, that's like, me. <laughs> Fuck, that was me who wrote that. <laughs> Yeah, bastard. And it's like, and it's like, well, how am I gonna? But they're still all lyrics, and I'm, and it's still art in some form, you know. Oh, so it's yeah. like, so how am I gonna put that? You know, what am I gonna put next to that music musically, you know? And 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 uh, and yeah, I mean, I guess like you made the example of like Robin or whatever. There are there are songs out there that are that are done in a done in that way, you know. Well, all right, now I have two things. But number one, I love. Uh, I, it's funny that you just verbalized that because today as I was cleaning my apartment for Caleb's arrival <laughs> to make sure my wife wasn't like, oh my God, in the apartment, it's, it looks beautiful in there. Caleb walked in and said, it's so clean in here. So, so I just want to get that recorded. You got it. I was like, yeah, I did fucking clean the shit out of this. <laughs> or tried to. But I was listening to your tracks, listening to the albums, and I really, really felt exactly what you just said i was like this is fucking therapy for this dude this these lyrics and like letting this out this is your therapy right Mm. and that's the gift as a writer or as a songwriter as a singer like where i always think about it as i'm like writing my own biography with my songs because right if you look back at your older tracks and you're like oh man this is what i was feeling then or this is what was happening then in my life Mm. right so that's a cool thing My second point that I'm always saying with like the modern music, it's all these happy amp up jam shit and then dudes singing kind of emo lyrics over it, Mm. right? Like, so I'm whining about how much Xanax I take Mm, and the girl won't talk. Xanax, like the track is like an amp up jam and it's always like positive music. It's like, yeah, 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 but the lyrics are shitty. So it feels like like a little cognitive dissonance that it's like the music and the beat aren't matching do you when you listen to the spotify top 50 i don't know if you ever i do yeah i do often and i and yeah you know what i'm talking about where i'm like why why isn't this i listen to sad 90s alice and chains when i want to feel sad or radiohead but then yeah positive and positivity yeah there's a i mean yeah I, i think a lot of pop music is like is is dark i mean a current pop music i mean i i you know like but that that's honestly the stuff I I mean sometimes when it's just uh, sometimes when it, I guess when it, it can feel lazy you know like just uh, there are things that just I don't know to each uh, to each their own I guess but no you like, dig it you well, dig that well, about music well well I mean there are s- there's stuff on current that I'm like God this is annoying How, like <laughs> I feel like this was I'm like, aged out I feel Fuck. like the, yeah, yeah it's, you know it's it's like this is. Like this is what people want to hear, you know, um, and that's a bummer to me, or at least like uh, <laughs> most. But like that being said, I mean, like at the same time, I there's some appre- shit in there where you're like, yeah, this I, is I, good. I appreciate, I, I appreciate this. that. Like, what on that the Spotify? Dark. What on the top fifty like, would like, you dig? Though? I like, uh, 
like some like Post Malone and, and Post Malone's Weekend. cool. He's hilarious. And, and, and Weekend. Yeah, I mean, like he's like he's, he's a like, caricature. He's yeah. like, I mean, so, I mean, I feel kind of bad for the world, like saying that I dig it because, like, you know, it, it lyrically, it's it's upsetting. You know what? I was just talking to someone yesterday about like. Netflix and when you when you sign into Netflix, it's amazing. Like everything is literally just about cocaine. Like every, I I feel like maybe it's just because it's what I watch. I don't know, but I feel like everything is <laughs> you like you watch Narcos. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I watch I watch too much Narcos. <laughs> but like I feel like suggested for Caleb, and it's like or what's top top like uh, top streaming on Netflix, and it or it's all like it feels like it's very much um, like the underworld, like dark world, like drug dealing and all that stuff. It's and, all dark, fucked up and, shit. Yeah. And I like it. I'm, I'm like, shit, I'm like, that's what I want to watch because it's like, uh, it's entertaining and it's intriguing. It's something I don't know about or I'm interested in. So I think that's what, what it is with music. It's like people hear about popping pills, you know, getting one hose, you know, whatever. And, popping and, Henny. Yeah, no, I mean like, like, like you know, and and they hear that and it's like, it's like a fantasy, you know, it's like a yeah. fantasy in this, in the, but not necessarily. You don't actually want to do it. But I don't know. I can only. Com- that's like kind of how I think of it. As far as like in the same way, I want to watch like Netflix shows that are all about totally kind of evil people. Yeah, Girl. yeah, yeah. Evil. Yeah. Like that. People want to listen to music like that. Um, so I guess that's a fair assessment. I can. I can. Fair I, game. I understand it that way. You know. But I can't get. But I can't get myself to to write it. Because I think I would just feel like such a poser because it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of your song, I feel like you're really, you've really come to like who Caleb is and you know your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, hearing I, your songs over that. the years, I'm like, this dude knows Caleb and he knows what you can and can't do. And you can basically do anything because you sing your ass off, play your ass off, and then you write. You're such a writer and a thinker. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, well, I thank, think that's thanks. real. I, I loved when you were, there was a period of time, I always remember reading all your lyrics when you'd blast the picture mm. of it, and I was like, man, this dude is like, Whoa, he's damn, on that, another level. I'm just going to tell you, that is so cool to hear, because that was... Um, I thought that was I, so real. I was like, man, this dude, you have monster testiculars, because <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, oh man, that doesn't, I could could never do that. And oh. like, that's, see, you, you can put your heart right, right out there. That means a lot because honestly, that's one of those things on that period of time when I was doing that. Uh, that's one of those things that I think back on and I feel sometimes like if I have these moments of, of like dread and dreadful embarrassment, all I can do is just like, I just like, I pull a Macaulay Culkin and I just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and that's all I, that's literally what I do in those moments. And sometimes when I think about me doing that, I feel that way because it was, you know, it was vulnerable. And, and so to hear you say that means a lot. I, I mean, like the fact that someone dug it and thought it was cool. It's like even when you feel kind of like weird or, you know, vulnerable doing something, it, it's cool that it can mean something to somebody. It felt like a positive experience overall, though, that you shared some of that? Or, oh, yeah. your songs yeah, no, feel like that. Yeah. No, it was I like mean, you were writing those and then this new album came out. And I was like, that's the fucking new it, record. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. No, I mean cuts. I think it was a good, I think it was a good exercise for sure. And actually, it was a, you know, it was interesting because it really helped. The reason why I was doing it is because it helped me finish something. Like I oftentimes will write. You get inspired. You get a blast of inspiration, and it's like you write three lines, and and then you stop, 
And then, yeah. and then the verse never gets finished. Nothing ever gets, and then, but I, if I made a habit out of posting these on Instagram, I would finish them, you know? So that yeah, was like, like, I can't put some unfinished shit up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's my three lines. Check this out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this it, is genius. It yeah. kept me, it kept me like, maybe accountable to like finish, actually finish some things up and, and, um, and yeah, I did, I did, uh, use some of those lyrics and, and yeah, I did, I, that, I made a definite, uh, like conscious change, you know, from writing about, writing more like stories, character based to writing more personally mm-hmm. and the new album there's a little bit of both. It's it it's not all personal. Sad people. Yeah, yeah. It's not but all personal. Love, dr- yeah. drugs, and decisions was that's Caleb was Holly. Very, yeah, we are very much more so. Me. That's the post yeah. ayahuasca record. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, but then, but then this one is uh, the one that will be will be coming out next. Is um, there, I mean, there's definitely a lot of a lot of me in it, but there's also a little. I just you know you got to put that out there because it's like. Otherwise, some people are going to be coming to me and being like, dude, are you going to make are it? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, that, that's fair, too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I put a little defense up there. Defense is on the field. You're like, listen, listen, I'm doing all right. Everything's I mean, cool. Not, I mean, not every day of my life, you know I mean? Like, I wrote, I probably did right. write that lyric and write a certain lyric in, in, a, in, in, a, cer- in a really... A hard introspective moment, dark place maybe yeah. yeah yeah and then you decided to explore that for a record yes yeah. of course and that's yeah. cool so i don't know um so the, and there's honestly just, there's honestly one song in specific i'm i'm thinking about that people are going to get into the lyrics and be like oh my god well, if calling they, you be like dude are if you, they do yeah, we need to call the hotline are you okay brother yeah. i think they'll well you know what people hear lyrics automatically they hear it like you're like it's you you know and and i didn't growing up one of my musical heroes was Randy Newman who like is he will talk about how he just he's a character based writer he almost like you would write for a musical or something you know like and so he's not his songs aren't you know personal in that way but people hear you know you you sing a song and like I had a song one time that talked about having kids and so oftentimes people after the show would be like oh you have and you have a kid right blah blah, blah. and I'm like I always knew where they got it from because they, they got they took it from this song, and so it's it's interesting how people take everything as like yeah. this is it. That's an interesting thing, and I think about that a lot because sometimes you can't trust the storyteller. You have to trust the story, right? So the way people interpret everything, yeah. right? Like <clears throat> seen this and heard this, yeah, numerous times, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's funny that there's one song where you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, no, absolutely. This is not exactly I mean, me well, every and, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's just a song in specific where it's like, it's not my story. And I, and, I, and I feel slightly uncomfortable releasing it because I don't want to speak to something that I don't feel like I... Uh, I haven't had the life experience to to speak to, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with certain things that can get deep enough where it's like it almost feels it can. There's a part of me that's wonders if it's uh, disrespectful. Um, I guess I don't think it's disrespectful enough because I'm going to release it. Yeah. But uh, but you know. Well. But it, it, it's cool but, that you're doing that. It's probably uh, going to resonate with someone so deeply. You know what I mean? That they'll be like, dude, Caleb, thank you, thank you for. 
sharing your pain. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm looking forward to this, dude. And then, so you go back to <clears throat> Mexico every year. I, I try to go. I try to go every year. I want to make a habit of going. You drive down too. No, I mean after oh, I broke down last time. Yeah, <laughs> after I broke, after I was I broke like, down. This dude's such a fucking road dog, dude. I, I I would I would love to drive down, but honestly, it's it's a lot. I mean, when we like, I would rather just fly there and rent a car because driving down there, is, it's actually like becomes really expensive. You got to get all these different licenses and and stuff. But it's like, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's more just. But otherwise, I, I would totally drive down there. I'd go down there and. That's my Florida, man. The way you talk about Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my Florida, man. That's my Florida. <laughs> I want, well, I just need to spend some more time. My one experience was like I was in Tijuana in eighth grade. And we had just come back from Australia. And we were super tired. And we are in Tijuana. And my parents, who never drank, straight arrows, bro. Really? Straight arrows. Well, my mom would have a couple glasses of wine. But they were straight arrows. And we're in Tijuana. And they had had enough tequila, which I don't think they ever had tequila. And they had had enough tequila that the waiter was like, shooters, in eighth grade. And they're like, give them a shot. So I did a shot of tequila in eighth grade in Tijuana. And I was like, I love this place. But it's like my dream to go down and like just check out the Baja. Like that, and I just want to, when I'm a professional surfer, I just want to like go up and down the Baja and like surfing all these like not crowded spots. That's my dream. But that's yeah. like... That's my Mexico too, bro. Don't yeah. don't take my Florida dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm Dude. joking. But I do wanna I, I just need to spend some more time in Florida. It's just or Mexico. It hasn't happened, dude. Yeah. No, you Freudians. should I, yeah. I think everyone I think everyone should. Like people um, you know, talk about it being scarier and whatnot. But like the thing is is what's funny is like that whole warning like sometimes it'll be like, Oh, they have a they have a warning up. The government has a warning that says be careful if you travel in, in Mexico. The thing is, is like we were traveling there, and these people from uh, we ran into some people from like I want to say Denmark, and they were like, they said that in their country it says the same thing about the U.S. Mm. So there's like a travel alert in the U.S. So it's like in the same way, you know, people might be afraid of a place. It's just it's so much. It's just so much uh, like a stigma, and I mean. I've, I've gone down a country trip. based on fear. They're scaring us not to go spend money there, right? They want more money. This is what I'm saying earlier. This is a fucking country based on fear. Yeah, yeah. right. You are. You've been yeah. there how many times? Five or something? Oh, so, yeah. More. Yeah. I mean, as far as like traveling, what like, about uh, urban centers? Or, like as far like, as like Mexico City, Mexico City. City. Um, Mexico. City, I mean, a lot of people are going to Mexico City now. I mean, you you can. This is an advertiser right now, but you can get flights there <laughs> from New York City for like two hundred less than two hundred fifty bucks. So it's like you know that's go to Me everyone listening, go to Mexico City, you know. But like, well, but I I like when uh, when I travel, like I like to just see. Um, I, I'm not as interested in in cities because uh, living in, we in live New York, in the, you know, it's monster city. Yeah, that's yeah. So I mean, like we, me and my wife are about to like next month. Normally we've gone to Mexico to travel, but we're going to Colombia this time. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to really, uh, we're not going to Bogota or, I mean, we're going to Medellin for a little bit, but mainly we're traveling. In the countryside. The countryside, yeah. Yeah. And have you talked to Jay Stolar about this? No. no he's obsessed with Colombia. Oh, really? He's been there a I'm couple gonna, times. You should oh. talk to him. He's all about it. Oh, I got to hit him up. Yeah. In July, he's like, well, we're doing my birthday in Colombia. Come down. I'm like, that's a big trip for july for your birthday dog dang but uh 
I'm, I'm, I'm an indie artist, bro. I don't have enough money to flood now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing is, Resources, the thing is, but the thing is, is about once like, you get that's there, what, apparently, that's you thing. can live for like once, seven dollars. Yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, that's that's what makes that's one thing that that makes it so like doable and and fun. It's like if you travel certain places, it it just it can be stressful because it's a it can be get expensive, you know. And so for indie level musicians, you know, we, we got to travel places where we where we. Where we can I'm afford saying. it, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it, well. It's funny that you're talking about Japan because if I say it, I'll put it out there. Rachel, she, I've been to Japan, but she really wants to go there. So that is like kind of our summer trip. Mm. We're kind of trying to make that happen, mm. right? That's a huge trip. But yeah. when I was in Japan, I remember saying to myself, "I'm going to come back here." And the other thing was when I was playing box music all the time, bro. I'm just telling you this because you're a music nerd too. You can probably appreciate this. I remember playing class when I was doing classical guitar. I was like, whatever classical guitar. But there's something about box music that when you get inside of it, it like. Did you Amazing. speaking of Sting? Did you know he like wakes up and like he did for a period of time where he was playing Bach every day. Come on in, Rachel. Oh, she's really? here. Hey, Rachel Voss. What's up? It's so clean in here. Wow. See, it's so clean. Thank you, Caleb. He walked <laughs> in and job. said, "This is so clean." You did your job. I know. Come on in, relax. There's no. I drank well, all the coffee. It smells like incense. That's a good sign, right? Yeah. Oh, it smells like incense. I didn't even know anyone was lit. Anyone was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the non-chopper, <clears throat> babe. I was just talking about our Japan trip. We're going. See, if I talk, Caleb and Samantha went. Yeah. Samantha didn't go, but Samantha didn't go. I'm no. sorry, Samantha. No. Samantha's like. <laughs> I left the milk out. Did you see that? All right, sorry, babe. She's back. Rachel's back. <laughs> you know what's funny is I always try to do something different when I know she's coming in. Yeah. Like I'll hide behind the door. One time I hid in the bathroom. Sometimes I go outside and like chase her down. That was my best <laughs> one. But I always try to greet her differently. This is the first time she's ever walked in. She's like, I don't want to walk in. I was like, it's Caleb Holly. He's the most mellow motherfucker ever. Walk in. <laughs> what were you saying? Japan? Putting it out there? Japan? Yeah, well... You should do it. It's 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 that's it's an expensive li- trip, but it's probably yeah. gonna be so worth it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Box music. Do you like? Oh yeah, Bach? box music. I I don't really listen to Bach. I don't know. I mean, I I went through a phase where I was learning Bach. Like there was the this, lute suites. I remember it was like this book. Do you remember Barry Galbraith? Yes, of okay. course. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So there was a, so we were reading. So I was doing the those uh, those books, learning all these box songs, and, and it was like uh, it was more like exercises to me, and it was. I'm sure it was influential in some way because I used to like play him all the time. That's so awesome that Sting does that though. If he wakes up in the morning and does that because, man, I just like when if Samantha hears me practicing guitar, she's like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard that in so long." Like that, it like it's now nostalgic. Practicing guitar has now become a thing where it's like, "Wow, that's something." That was that, the old Caleb. Yeah, because I because I used. I mean, I used. I never. I mean, I, I play and I write, but very rarely. How about you? Do you do? You, Obviously, you learn songs and stuff. Do you sit and practice scales and, and all that? That's a really good question, and I wanted to ask you that question. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Interview me. I don't. You don't anymore? No. Because I remember Brian Colleen telling me this story right when you first got to town. What year did you move here? 2010? No, no, no. I've been here uh, 11 years. I got here um, 2008. 2008, yeah. I remember Brian telling me, like, yeah, this new dude, Caleb, he's amazing. He practices. Because I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, eh, I'd probably just go home and practice. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> that was 
your answer. This is also a legendary Caleb Holly story is that you ate the entire bomb in one sitting, like not provoked. Remember that sandwich? Oh, yeah. I didn't think that was weird. <laughs> no, dude, no one eats the whole bomb, dude. No. Man, I, I was I was like, I was running late to get here, but I was like, man, I want to go get a bomb. But I actually don't remember where the bodega is or where, where it is. <laughs> where Sal and Chris's deli is? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I remember it's by Brian's. But, yeah, it's uh, super close. It's yeah. closed now, but... Oh, it closed? Oh. No, 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 it's still open. I'm saying oh. it closes at like five. Race, you're leaving. Oh, all right. Go, well, too bad you can't go get the bomb. I <laughs> Babe, get us a, I get us a couple album. bombs. A oh, Rachel has Thank every you. word in your album memorized. Thank you. She really does, though. <laughs> when awesome. We listened to it together, and then like a few months later, we listened to it again, and she sang every word. And I was oh, like, wow. Damn. you really got deep on this record. She's like, it's perfect. She just wow. said, Rachel, that's awesome. Rachel Voss, a man, perfect that, piece that, of pop. That, she loves your record. Man. Real talk. It's really like, that it. really means a lot because it's it just being a dude and who's mainly spends his time in a storage unit and like I've played way <laughs> too few shows in the last year. It's really hard. It's really hard to remember that. Remember that people actually listen and and enjoy it. You know, I'm sure there's there's obviously people that definitely don't enjoy it. But like regardless, it's you know it's listened to and like. That literally, I mean, that's, I mean, to bring it back to the song, that's what this song is about. You know, it's just, it's yeah. just wanting to, and then, and I mean, you know, you wanting to connect, wanting to have, um, you know, something like that. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, those, having that is like, that stuff really helps, really helps me. Keeps the train moving. That's yes, good. Yes, that's, that's it. Good. That's it. Um, right before that, we were talking about practicing. So you don't practice guitar anymore. You're so, just no. a producer. You're just working, your instrument I mean, is the computer now. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I remember one time I you're met. You're fucking it, good I'm, at it though, so well, you're doing the right thing. Thank you. I I mean, I remember one time I I met this guy who was producing and and he was had been like a sax player, and I was like, man, you don't practice anymore. I was like, ah. and he's like, no. He's like, I took that instrument as as far as I wanted to take it, and now I'm doing this, and my mind was blown. I was like, oh man, I can't imagine because, like. I used to obsessively practice, like obsessively. I like would time. I would. It was. It was not a healthy way to practice, like because I was just doing it to do it, you know. But I would, and so you would shed for like three hours I, to I would, the watch, like when I was and in then take a break. And when then, I was when I was in, I had everything timed out. When I was in college, I'd practice <laughs> seven hours a day on top of school, which was like I. I really like. I barely slept and was a maniac. Seven and the hours thing, a yeah, day. it was it was totally insane. Your vocals or just guitar? No, guitar, guitar. I never did. I like didn't consider myself a singer until like after college. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, just not that I want you to know how much <laughs> fiction and fact I got about you, but I do believe there's a rumor that you were the uh, male singer to the yes. Tower of Power yes. singer in college, bro. That didn't like give it away that you can fucking okay. sing like an animal. This. So that was the Tower of Power. I should singer. say. I should say. The very end of college slash, but really, I just, I kind of thought I can sing, you know, I felt like, and I, and I could perform and I was like, I had, I went to Berkeley and I never got into any of the ensembles that I wanted to, even with all this practicing, you know, it's like, I was trying so hard and then singing is something I literally didn't give a shit about. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, this seems to come easy to me. So let me just do the... And I want to be in an ensemble that I that I want to be in. So I was like, I'm just gonna try it as a vocalist. And then I got in, and then I was like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then honestly, 
but even then, not fully, not until like a couple years later where I, where I was like, but even still I'm self-conscious. When I'm around like like what I consider to be like real singers, people who are like, like I consider myself a guitar player first, but when I'm around like someone who's like singing has been their focus and their instrument, like I feel self-conscious because I feel like I can <laughs> do, I feel like I can do what I can do. Like yeah. I don't have much training. I can't, I can barely project. Like I always... I always say like my voice is like an electric guitar. If I don't have a mic, I'm fucked. Like, yeah. It, it, so it's like, so it's just. Uh, um, you can sing so way. high yeah. though, bro, and you have tone up there. Yeah, I, I mean, I do feel lucky about being able to. I remember, yeah, singing singing some higher notes, which is, but I but I definitely don't have a a ton of faith in, in like I don't I don't have a ton of trust like in my, in my voice. I mean. You know, do you practice singing? Never. I've n- I've, I've literally never, <laughs> never. I've never practiced. Here's the never. funny. Here's the thing. That's I've amazing. never. I've never practiced. Sing- well, other than singing along to music to records. To re- yeah, that's. I feel like the best practice and probably what I should have always done on guitar was just played along and learned, because all that seven hours a day of practice on guitar, it was amazing. I feel like in two years of college doing that, I literally progressed like very little i did not i didn't it the amount of time i put in and it's almost like it was try. i was trying too hard and like and so i was just more focused on i wasn't actually even there when i was practicing i was just thinking about am i doing this long enough you know and is this i wasn't even you know fully uh present with it so um so i don't know sometimes i go back and forth and i'm like man i wish i wasn't trained at all because vocals are the thing I'm untrained at, and it feels to be the thing that comes easiest. You that's know? funny. It's like the know. most natural. It's your natural Caleb, the untamed uh, stallion. Yeah, voice. I mean, I and I mean, even even producing is is kind of like that. And I, I don't know. You just shed that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, do you I, miss I, the guitar? No. When I sit down and play guitar, no, I don't. I don't really miss it. I I do. Some, I mean, I get a little sad that I'm like, can't do what I wanted to do or like maybe used to do as much. Like, I just don't have, like, I feel like I'm sort of like limited, you know, um, mm-hmm. because I don't know, you know, because that's what happens when you don't practice. Which is, which is <laughs> bullshit. Caleb still shreds. It's, I've heard you play guitar, bro. Like, come on. You still got all the shit. Like, but thanks. Uh, that's interesting. It's an interesting thing to think about, and it is something I think about myself. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... An, it's because we, it, you yeah. get pulled in different directions, right? Like, I got obsessed when we got this piano, and then, like, two years ago, I didn't ever want to touch the guitar. I was spending so much time. I was like, I got to get chops on the piano. I don't know what was motivating me. I would mm. think I was fast. You could do bass line. I could do harmony. I could do melody so easily, yeah. right? I was like, why have I been playing guitar? I should have been playing... This is like I'm figuring shit out that I never thought about. I was like, holy fuck, you know? So yeah. I think about the guitar. But as a, as a front man, guitar is the instrument. Yeah, you can't. You can't like piano. You can't front with the piano. I always always feel. I always. (laughs) I always feel bad. I always just feel. It's like I feel bad for piano players in that way, and that's probably why the guitar was invented because they're like, shit. I want to be able to be up front. I want to be fucking be up front. That's funny. Guitar is dope, but like, I always thought. Well, I always had this vision in my mind that you know, I, I 
secretly we all want to be Josh Dion. I can't be Josh Dion, <laughs> one man band. But like, I was like, if I could do bass lines and harmony, and then I could sing on the keys, and all I would need is a drummer. I wouldn't need a whole band. I always thought about that because yeah. I still like like organic and live and real. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, totally. Man, and, and I was and, like, if I could get that together, bro. Then, but yeah, you're right. You couldn't like front and like psych up an audience. You know what I mean? You'd be just like pinned in, and you're like, Fuck. that's there's some truth there. Yeah, there, that that's one thing. Just in like the last, um, you know, few years, I'll I'll play guitar less. I still probably play it on over half the songs, but like I started just singing, and wow, it's it's just so much uh, when you. It, it's easier to sing, perform, you know, you can like do so much. I mean, at first it feels a little uncomfortable. It's like, what the hell am I going to do with my hands? And it's like, ah! like yeah. <laughs> where do these go? What do I do? I grab this? Yeah. yeah. Where, do I, where do I put the other hand? No, I practice this shit by myself in the mirror. If oh, I know oh, I'm not going to have you have to, right? Because yeah. you're like, yeah, fuck. God, I wish that shit was on tape. Like, like I just that I, I wish there was. That would be the one advantage if we were just being videotaped all the time or video recorded all the time. Because, uh, wow, I would just love to see you practicing in the mirror when you don't think anyone's watching. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to be able to share that of myself yeah. with anyone else because I don't know. It would just be so real. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny because Rachel will come home. Or no, when she wakes up in the morning and I have just the mic and the stand and I have the mirror right behind <laughs> you over there. And she's like, were you practicing singing last night? And it happens when we do those tribute shows and shit. And I'm like, I got to do fucking Scott Weiland. Are you kidding me right now? Dude. Why did I? You, you were you had the freak out. You're like, I can't fucking do Scott. I got to. This is a whole fucking bag of tricks that I do not have. And then you're like, practice. I'm like, fuck this. Like, this Dude, is so hard. Mirrors are important you know i mean it's not like dancers where like literally you go into a room where dancers work and the whole the whole wall is a mirror <laughs> but like i feel like it would be pretty it'd be pretty cool like I, I mean i would because it's like uh yeah i mean it's actually weird kind of because i find like there's this mirror in my apartment that's like you know like i can see I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about the few mirrors and it is very common i did it today i was working on this base thing and i was like I was practicing it, but then I was like, nah, I haven't really... I was like, let me stand up and do this. And then without thinking about it, I walked over and I opened the door that has the mirror on it. And I was like, isn't that funny? Like, I, it's like it's like second nature. It's like not even thinking about it. It's like I automatically got to find a mirror. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, I actually haven't really thought about that too much. I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think you see... In fact, recently I was having weird... I was like hunching over the guitar too much. Mm. This is a dumb story, but my, and I was like, I got to sit up more. And and my friend was like, look at yourself in the mirror when you're sitting. Mm. And then you immediately are like, shunk, you like, you don't, you want to look cool. Like you're like, yeah. I look like an idiot. And then you're actually my, whatever, old what? man, my back was feeling better. I was like, I got to look in the mirror. Like physically felt better. Yeah. You know? Well, let's, let's talk about, so that's funny. let's talk about low strap versus high strap. Oh you know, that, man, you're going, oh dude. <laughs> That's because that's the weirdest. You're a medium thing. strapper in my mind. I, you don't I, go too low. I don't. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like like punk low or whatever. But like, I mean, from all the practicing I did, I was always sitting, and so it's yeah, like you, used, you're you always you, you used to wear the acoustic yeah. up past like, your nipples, bro. Yeah, Dave Matthews. You, yeah, Dave Matthews style. Because that's really still to this day where it's. Wh I I feel like I can actually probably play like 
two times better like that. But I'm serious. Like, I, I feel like it's so hard to play with a low strap, but I just do it. It kind of reminds me it of this. It looks a hundred times cooler. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it reminds me of this of this story about, like, another podcast that I heard, actually. I don't know. Have you ever listened to Revisionist History? Yes, a okay. little bit. So there's a story about Will Chamberlain, and he, like, and he, um, the the game that he scored over 100 points or something in basketball, like he actually shot the free throw underhand that particular game, and his percentage on free throws was way better shooting underhand. But then he stopped doing it because of how it looked, and I thought that's so stupid. Like apparently it's like way better to to shoot underhand, but like in weight, like your percentage of making the free throw is way more likely. Especially but, for a super tall dude, yeah. right? Like, isn't there some like just physics of the basketball and like, yeah. this tall? But no it one does it sense. Yeah. because of how they look. And I'm like, that's exactly what the guitar strap is. That is the guitar <laughs> strap, bro. <laughs> so, I can re- there's one way I can relate to Will Chamberlain, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because, uh, I'm constantly battling the guitar strap thing, bro. I love it up high too. But then you it's up high by your nipples. You can play more shit. You play geekier, but you don't. I can't rock. And there's a physicality to lowering it and smashing the strings and going a little out of tune, like hitting the yeah. guitar so hard that they're like, you know what I mean? Like, and you can't do yeah. that up high. Yeah. Or even like a funk thing. I feel similarly like in my rhythm playing that there's a oh. there's a lower level where like actual yeah. shit is happening at a more physical like when you're really hitting the guitar, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think about that when I listen to Rage Against the Machine. This is getting geeky guitar shit, but like it, when I hear Tom Mellorello's rhythm tracks and if you like if you're recording your own rock track, if you are not fucking hitting the string so hard, mm. It doesn't sound as cool, right? Like you can actually hear. Yeah, totally. Like he plays so hard. I mean, it matters. It matters how you play the the instrument. Like that that matters. It's like I always think about that with with singing and how you and how you approach it. It's like you know, singing into a you know the way you sing into like you know a regular SM58 or whatever is different than what you want to do maybe in studio or like. But it's just everything. Everything matters that's what gives it the flavor and stuff so like you know like not everyone's gonna sound like i could never sound like tomorello you know i mean because i don't i don't play as no but you know no yeah, yeah i just like you can just tell how hard he hits the string so that's why like the argument <laughs> against high strap height <laughs> you know what i mean because it's like yeah. you're immediately like gonna do your best joe pass impression <laughs> you know what I mean? but you keep lowering it and lowering it and you turn yeah do you ever like in the guitar <laughs> thing i like Literally, um, when I'm really doing a guitar thing and I close my eyes and I just pretend I am a guitar player, I want to hear at that moment. Oh, I haven't, I haven't done that. Uh, I haven't done that. That's a good idea. Like, I'm like, I always like try to channel like Trey or John Frusciante, and I'm All like, right. okay, if I close my eyes and I want to be them, I want to channel them, I want to sound like they sound, you know what I mean? Like, I want to just hold the note and have the swag that they have, you know? How do you, do you feel like it works? I think so. In nice. my mind, it does a little bit. Wait, do you, do you mean Trey is in Trey Nostalgia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I he'll just, just be like, Wah! Like, you uh, saw him at Rockwood? No, I saw I, Oh, no, Rockwood. I saw him at, I saw him at uh, Cent- in Central Park. I was on a morning run like five days ago. And I was like, I was with my wife. And I was like, it's Trey Nostalgia. And I immediately hit up all my, all my friends who are like obsessed with fish. And I was, 
And uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Did you he, get a selfie? He was. I didn't. He was talking to somebody on the phone. He was and by, walking, right? No, he no. He was by. He was by himself, and he was talking to somebody on. Uh, that was. He seemed to be talking to a, a fan. I. I mean, because it seemed like someone had stopped him and was talking to him, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But he had he he had taken his headphones off. And I don't know. Does he live? I mean, it was like he lives in Upper West. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Have and you stalked him before? Uh, you know, I love him. The funny thing is, is like <laughs> Seth and I were just talking about. I couldn't, you know, for years I couldn't admit out loud my love for him. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Because it's just like the shitty like people, especially in metropolitan New York, just hate on fish so much. So <laughs> under check and I talked about fish a bunch. My love is well out there now, but I, yeah, I just think he's the shit. And he seems like a cool dude, and like you could just talk to him and be like, hey, bro. And you'd be like, hey, man. Like, he's a cool dude. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Next time you see him, you live up there. Yeah, we'll live in Harlem, but we go on the, when we go on a run, we go. The loop or whatever? Yeah. But, um, I mean, but I've done that run many, many times, and that's the only time I've ever seen him. So, but next time I do, if it ever happens again, I will make sure I'll be like, hey. My friend Paul says hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, so many people have this story. Todd Carey lives over there and sees him all the time. Oh, really? That oh. dude. And then D-Bone just stopped him and got the selfie. Oh, really? He also has a Chris oh. Christie and Jerry Seinfeld selfie. So he's like... Oh, so he's, not, he's just not afraid. You no, know, he's got Robin Thicke, too. He's oh, just wow. like fucking crusher of that game. He's fearless. He's fearless with the celebs. Yeah. Wow. But that's funny that he is such a... Trey's such a signature-looking dude that like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, that's that's Trey. There's no, like, well, whatever. Anyway, I can fall down the tray hole again. <laughs> Caleb, here's my one story about you that I always wanted to get your side on. This is probably, to me, one of the fucking funniest stories. It's, like, cosmically <laughs> funny in my mud. Bobby Banana's wedding, right? Okay. Where there's, like, 200 people there. It was a booze wedding. Yes. Everybody is belligerently drunk. The food was like late. It was but the best, best, best wedding ever. And I remember like hearing you guys. The first song Caleb played was 1999 by Prince. And I remember just being like, "This is the most best magical moment ever." I was just like, "Caleb's fucking killing fucking 99 right now." I was just like, "Yes." The funny story to this is that Caleb ended up driving everybody home. Yeah. You drove everybody home. You know why? Because I was. This was a test. Because I was at this point probably. I mean, he's, he he must have been married for over four years now. Because I was about yeah. three weeks sober at this point, and this was this was one of those things where it's like, what the hell? Like, this, this is <laughs> this is what I get. This is what I because I don't know. Do you want me to to expand on the story? Finish the story. Okay, so yeah, I, everyone is wasted <laughs> and like so drunk. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Lucky for you guys, I've been sober three weeks. All right, Listen. let me drive, assholes. Yeah, <laughs> let me drive you. So everyone piles into my van. Like, there's there's probably you know, fourteen or fifteen people in there. I barely had to drive them there. I didn't have to drive them far at all. I get them there. Luckily, I didn't. I luckily I didn't get um, pulled over because I mean, whatever. Because of what? How many people right were in the that, car? Yeah, there was anywhere from ten to fifteen, I'd say. And they all like. Yeah, yeah. Smoking, I mean, no, booze, yeah, they yeah. We're stealing bottles of liquor from the wedding. Yeah, yeah. it was a complete shit show. Yeah, yeah. And so I drop him off. <clears throat> I get back. We're in the uh, in upstate New York, middle of nowhere. I'm and I get out and or I I start driving down the road, and all of a sudden I see this deer, a, a few deer, and I'm like, wow, I'm like, uh, that's really cool. Like it's just staying there. 
so I was like, I'm gonna get out of my car and just like take a picture of this. And I'm on this road that like clearly no one is driving on. Like it's it's 25 miles an hour. It's not a main uh, interstate or anything like that. And so I get out. I didn't park it on the shoulder because the <laughs> there's no the, one around. Yeah, you know, it was just like there's no one there. So I get out. I take the picture of I take a picture of the uh, of the deer, and all of a sudden I see this car go by me. And then turn around and then put on its siren and it's a cop. <laughs> and I think he gave me three tickets. I can't he remember what of them. I can't remember what they were all for. And I actually tried to get out and I and I was never able to get out of them. But I was just so I was like, there is a deer in the road. I like stopped to take a picture of. First of all, I couldn't have gone anyways. But he, I can't remember what what all the tickets were for. But I was like, literally. Also, though, uh, to I can be super to be positive about it is like if it had been three weeks earlier, I would have had a DUI. Yeah, like you yeah. know, because but like because of the situation. So so, but then I was pissed because I was like, now I'm the I'm the good designated driver, and I end up with three tickets <laughs> <laughs> for trying to just stop and have like a little National Geographic moment. <laughs> Dude. If that doesn't, like, sum it up right there, man, like, you're just, you're the sober dude who drove everybody home, and you still got tickets! Like, oh, God, I remember, oh, we always still talk about that, like, poor fucking dude, man, I know, like, man. That, that you was taking a, one for the team. That was a, that was a poor moment for me, but, uh, but really, long, but, but really fun, one, really fun wedding, so. Yeah, yeah, you were crushing it. I just always thought that story was so fucking funny. <laughs> this poor dude drives everybody home and then still gets tickets, man. <laughs> Three tickets. Especially because it was, and also, like, the drive to where I was going was literally a mile. Like, I mean. It was so close. It was I like, I would drop people off at a hotel. I had to go to another hotel, which is probably, like, a mile away from there. And I'm sure the cop. I I probably I mean I can't remember if I did like breathalyzers and stuff, but I'm sure he was suspicious because obviously my van reeked like alcohol because I just <laughs> dropped off <laughs> like all these drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the other thing. So you have a beautiful jacket on right now. Tell mm. me this jacket game. What's going on? Are you gonna? So yeah, I just um, Caleb's fashion. I off started uh, getting chain. into into just. These like kind of '90s jacket like vibes, <clears throat> and I can't reveal I can't reveal my source, of course. But uh, <laughs> but I have a source. <laughs> you got like an inside. I got connect, I got huh? a source that's 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 um. And so every time I go there, I, I come back with like 15. So right now I think I have about like 45 jackets or or something in my uh, in my closet. And my what I want to do. So what happened is I started 45 so, vintage '90s jackets. Yeah, somebody somebody gave me one. Gave me one leopard, uh, Leah Speckard. Gave me a, a. She was like, I think you would like this. And I was like, All right. So I. I know the jacket. I wore, <clears throat> you you yeah. did like photo shoots with it and shit. Yeah, I wore this it's jacket. Hot as hell. Yeah. I was like, I love this jacket. So then all of a sudden, I started getting into, into these into these jackets, and I was like, and I found a bunch more that were similar, mm. at a good price. And so <laughs> I and so <laughs> and so price. I got. And so every time I go through this a spot, yeah, I grab, I get a, I get a bunch of them. And what I decided, oh yeah, what happened is someone saw my show and they were like, I like, they're like, I like your merch, but um, I want to wear what you're wearing, you know. Yeah. And I was like, this is a good idea. So I was like, but how can I get these jackets? So 
my intention is to turn these jackets into merch. Yeah, yeah. So even though I'm wearing them all, so I don't know how people will feel about that. Caleb, like, <laughs> sweat and love on them. You know what and I mean? This, it makes I know. sense. That's it's my awesome. goal. Like, I'm going to sell, I'm, I'm going to put, like, Caleb Holly on the jacket, and and I'm going to, and, like, you can get, they'll be, like, for 30 bucks at a show. But, 30? You but, should be, like, 100. Well, 100 if it's one that I was just wearing. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that'll work. I mean, <laughs> Make my own sweat. Because that, like the vintage market, right? You put like a patch on it or something. Yeah. It'll just be Caleb Holly. I love these jackets. Boom. And then I, and then I have to It's going to be difficult for you to like part with them, right? You're like, oh, well, but that one, is, that one true. night in Old Forge. There are a few that, 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 you know, will be hard to part with. But, but then I noticed like just by chance, um, like in John Mayer's like most like I feel like single that came out a while ago. He was wearing a '90s. He was wearing like a '90s jacket, and I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "So I feel like I got about like six months of wearing these, and then I got I'm gonna have to switch to something else because everyone's gonna be doing it." Is this that new new light shit? That one? Yeah, I feel like he was wearing like a '90s That's jacket. It's funny that you it. said that because I saw that. And I was like, "Damn it!" Like, I wanted to get at least another year out of these. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two. You're like, damn it, I need a whole new look now. <laughs> fucking John, man. He's always fucking up every white dude's game. You know? You're like, God damn it, dude. That's funny that you said that. Now that you say that, I, I think about that. Because I remember checking that song out. I was like, all right, that's a cool song. And then seeing the hoodie, I like it was like some internet gremlin where I just checked out the song. And then I like went into some social media site. And it was advertising the hoodie <laughs> that he was wearing in the picture. Oh, shit. Wow. And you're like, oh, no, man. See, this is why I can't be friends with you, John Mayer. Like, this is, I don't want to look at, I don't want your hoodie, dude. I don't want this hoodie. Who's buying this hoodie? I know. Exactly. It's not even that cool, man. Dude, that's so weird that you listen to it and then, like, it's on sale. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I hate you. <laughs> this is why you only check out cool things. But uh-huh. that's awesome. So that's what's, that's what's current with the style. But, yeah, we'll see how long, how long it goes for. Dude. It's also it's really easy because since I have all these jackets, I can also it can also be like my band's look, you know. So it's just like, hey, which jacket you want to wear tonight? <laughs> I have a collection. <laughs> Check it. I got that is true. That's good. You got a source. Well, just hit your source up for the next hot thing. Can we go into like early two thousands jackets? Fucking <laughs> bring yeah, back hammer be? pants or fucking. Yeah, well, I don't know. It'll be what'll be next. I don't know. Find something. You'll find it. You're the cutting edge. <laughs> Caleb, I'm going to play everybody out with We All Got Problems. Sweet. Do it. That's your track, right? That is my, that is my track. I actually, it's my track so much that I've recorded it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, Is it going to be a commercial or a movie? It's got to be in a movie. That should be a movie song. You know, I, I originally made that song, this, this, this song you're about to play, after... Uh, well, you know what happened is, is Michael Jackson died, and it was... Uh, and, and it was... It wasn't like pills, but it was over. It was like a medical. Uh, what was the exact cause of it? It was. It had to do with taking essentially oh, too many drugs, right? So you took too many drugs. <clears throat> and pain, whether right? I know there's yeah. a, it's, I know it's like you know, is it like was it the doctor? Was it him? Who knows? But, um, anyways, when that when that happened, I don't know. That's actually what inspired the beginning of of that song. And oh, shit. and then, that was a few years ago too. Uh, six years ago. Six and, years I think, ago. Right? And so then two years ago. Yeah, I was in the movie theater watching the Transformers movie and be like, is this real? Is this a joke? You're yes. checking was the, the movie wasn't happening that good. You're checking no. your phone. <laughs> I was like, we're checking our phone. We're like, Michael Jackson died. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and and then honestly like two years later, like similar thing with Prince. And mm-hmm. so 
And so that, I was like, I, I, even though I had written the song and recorded it a long time ago, this, I had, it was very acoustic and, and very like just stripped down and, and I wanted to make a new version of it. And so I made, uh, made a new version of it and, and then when, since I redid the album, Love, Drugs, and Decision, acoustic, because I did it a third time. And I was like, shit, I have recorded this song way too many times. <laughs> but on that record, did you put the demo too? I did. Well, you no, put I, the original I, demo I of the song? I put, um, yeah, it's like a demo. It's not the six-year-old demo, but oh, okay, it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not that. It, there are, I do have to say, though, it is taken from that, um, that recording, but that uh, is actually, yeah. So, so let's play that one. All right. Hey, <laughs> Caleb, thank you for coming to Queens and hanging oh, out. This is a blast. In my clean apartment. And thank you for your <laughs> honesty and the stories. And I've already been keyed up to try ayahuasca, but you're only like reigniting that flame. Hey, you're like, check it out. I got a connection. Check it out. <laughs> you got, <laughs> he's got connections to everything. If you got a guy, <laughs> Caleb's got a guy. Seriously, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for being a dog. And we're all excitedly following your career. And thank you. Sad people coming out, coming at you, dogs. Hell yeah. And more singles. Caleb. <laughs> Thank you, bro. All right.
dudes. It's Caleb the shit or what? What a what a what a fucking fuzzy bear. You just want to take him home and butter him up in honey and chase him around the yard a little bit, just like yeah. I love you, Caleb. That quote: Follow the man who seeks the truth. Run from the man who's found it. Or seek the company of those who search for truth. Run from those who found it. That's the quote I jade up all over this. When I listened back, I was like, I totally jade that up. That was way off. Anyway, <clears throat> thank you for checking it out. We're all just going to wait for all the singles of sad people. We're all probably going to go to Mexico or Canada and eat ayahuasca. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. Caleb Holly, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into. I believe this is episode 16 of Secret Famous. Thank you so much. We got uh, Beeski coming up next, which will be dope. I'm going to see him. I look kind of a kind of a Caleb-esque figure. Two Caleb's in a row. Well, a Caleb and a Beeski. What? That doesn't even make any sense. They're clearly two different individuals, but they're both insanely talented front humans. Dang. Um, Beeski coming up. Caleb. The reason they did a music video together, I think it's called like Stalk Me, where they're both in the video. So this is, you got to check this video out. Check out the video. It's like I can't even tell whose song it is. I'm pretty sure it's a Caleb song. And he stalks Beeski. Wow, this is a long outro going on to nowhere. Anyway, cats and kittens, thank you for checking out Secret Famous. I hope everybody has a wonderful and delicious uh, early November. I'm thinking in the future, man. This is not my strength. Halloween hasn't even happened yet, and you're probably listening to this in November. Dang! Time warp! We'll time warp back to the future. Have a fucking awesome day. Stay badass. And uh, mucho love. Thank you for listening. 